Welcome to OpenBox. OpenBox aims at bringing an easier understanding to open problems that are there in the space of AI and ML and help in finding solutions. It is also extending beyond a traditional spectrum of AI and ML to areas of RL. And uh, I interview researchers, practitioners who have published works on such open problems to gain understanding from them in a simplified manner about these open problems and then convert that into a podcast series. My name is Sundar. I'm an ethics and risk professional and AI ethics researcher. I am the host of this podcast. Ideas emerge when curiosity meets clarity. Here we uh, go with open box to bring clarity for those curious minds looking to solve real world problems. The project is done in collaboration with For Humanity. For Humanity is a 501 nonprofit dedicated to minimizing downside risks of AI and autonomous systems. For Humanity develops criteria for independent audit of AI systems. If you want to know more information, I'll provide link to For Humanity in the description. You may want to look up on them. Today we have with us Raghu. Raghu is a PhD student at the Machine Learning Group at the University of Freiburg. He is working under the supervision of Frank Hutter. He is working on AutoRL. His master thesis was on reinforcement learning. Artificial general intelligence is an area of interest for him in the long term. He's also exploring dynamic algorithm configuration, whereby one tries to control hyperparameters or modulate them dynamically. We're going to be covering a paper titled Automated Reinforcement Learning, a Survey and Open Problems, which got published last month, which he co-authored. And we're going to learn more about the open issues that he has mentioned in his paper. Raghu, welcome to the show. Hi, Sundar. Thanks a lot for the introduction. We are speaking with Raghu on his paper relating to Arto Oral, and he's been explaining about the open problems that are existing in the methods that are used for optimization of hyperparameters. He has covered a couple of points, which include Bayesian optimization and random or random grid search kind of approaches. He's going to be speaking about rest of the approaches in this uh, podcast. In, in the previous one, if you have not listened to that, I would recommend you to listen to that recording. It actually covers some of the very specific introductions to the subject and also why these open problems exist. We've, there is also reference about how ethical issues can be there in these problems and why at this point in time, um, there are not much of attention that is there, but we hope that there's more attention that evolves to this particular space. With that, let's move back to the discussion that we were having, Raghu. Can we get on to the rest of the method-specific open issues? Let's start with evolutionary approaches and what are the open issues that are there in AutoRL? Yeah, so evolutionary approaches, as I mentioned, they are like one of the like most popular approaches for doing auto-oral right now. For example, the population-based training-like approaches, which are probably the most important ones right now. But yeah, li like I mentioned, the, what they overcome is they let you train many members in parallel, but they still don't have a model and model of where to look for hyperparameters. And the these approaches tend to be very costly. So you can run many of these things in parallel, but if you run so many in parallel, like I've heard of people running 400 or 800 PBT workers in parallel, that's like only well-equipped labs 
or Google DeepMind or Facebook Research can can afford that kind of compute. And um, yeah, so the other problem with these approaches is they are, let's say, PBT-like approaches. They are mostly for continuous hyperparameters. So they, let's say, every time they are exploring the hyperparameter space locally, they look, they multiply the current hyperparameter by 1.2 or 0.8, which seems pretty arbitrary, but it seems to work reasonably well in practice. And they, there are very recent approaches which are trying to tune continuous and mixed hyperparameter, uh, uh, continuous and sorry, categorical hyperparameters where you have to take choices. And uh, yeah, one of these approaches is again uh, by the same co-author Jack, where I think it's from NeurIPS last year, and they they try to combine continuous hyperparameter online tuning like in PBT and try to use bandit-like approach for categorical choices and they show some good results there but again this is nascent area and there are probably a lot of things waiting to be happening in this area another thing i can think about with evolutionary approaches is tuning the architectures and the hyperparameters together which is also not done so frequently but you can ideally you want to tune both of them together especially even in auto ml we have seen sometimes the architecture can be much much more important it, it depends on how you picked your space for the hyperparameter search if you picked your space in a reasonably good region for the architecture but you had a bad uh, region to search for for the hyperparameters it will take much longer for the hyper correct hyperparameters to be found and they would be more important but if you picked a, picked a poor space for the architecture and a good space for the hyperparameters, then the architecture would be more important. So this this gets to the auto auto level, and that that can be a problem when figuring out stuff. Yeah, I I actually speak about RL as a, as a simple example. Let's say let's say let's take an example of you're, you're trying to automating an ambulance traveling within a crowded city and then reaching a destination. There are a number of decision points that are there, number of sequential events that are there, and each of them has a certain degree of action that is required. Well, what we're actually speaking about here is things like the speed, the direction, the actions that that ambulance is going to take by itself for it to, for it to reach the destination. And if we're actually speaking about this, um, we are only speaking about optimization from a from a performance metric perspective and when we speak about performance metric we are only speaking about whether the agent is performing in a manner that where it is increasing its rewards or it is it's losing its rewards so in that particular sense what also happens is when we are speaking about the example that you spoke of when architecture, the, there is a good place for architecture, not the best place from in terms of your hyperparameters or otherwise where you have a good place for hyperparameters, not a great place for architecture. Again, we are speaking about a test environment. The real world can be more complex than this. And even in the test environment, while the ethical issues, if we speak from a perspective of this ambulance, the accidents, the delays, or the associated impacts of, of the travel may have, can be very, very expansive when it comes to the, the real world circumstances. Is, is that relatable? Yes, I would say like, 
I also hear, I guess, the most closely related thing to this would be autonomous driving. So in, in, in autonomous driving, you have so many objectives that you need to balance. And even if, let's say, autonomous driving has a lower accident rate than humans, is that still acceptable? Because we have made uh, the autonomous driving algorithm. So we always strive to achieve zero loss, something like that, which may not always be possible if a car is driving and uh, there is someone crossing the street here and there's someone right behind you coming at a high speed, then you can't save both of them. You either have accident with this because someone made a fault, let's say, and we don't want our algorithms to to uh, to have to pick like this. But yeah, like like you said, it is relatable and it's it's not it's clear what, what we should do in this case. Like yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's not it's, clear. It's not and, uh, it's it's very complex. It's 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 very complex because it's also at a philosophical level. We're all taught to focus on one. Here, there are too many ones to focus on, and too many exactly. people having too many objectives to focus on too many things. Right? Yeah. So it's it's really complex in that sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, interesting. So in this sense, I assume like you had earlier asked about ethics in auto RL. I assume like in applications like autonomous driving, there will probably al already be people trying to put these objectives in there because without this, they can't do stuff. So whenever you go to the real world, uh, they have to take care of this. And uh, yeah, I, I think that is also another nice open issues kind of subsection, like trying to combine ethics into into auto RL uh, and not just for real world approaches, maybe even in simulation to somehow get it in would be, would be yeah. interesting. So let's move on to the, some of the other pieces that you had actually mentioned about, including aspects of meta gradient and black box online tuning. Could you just throw light on these approaches and its associated implications? Yeah. So meta gradient approaches are kind of you have some hyperparameters, and you take a gradient with respect to them for the objective that you are trying to optimize. So so there is we call this like outer loop and inner loop so inner inner loop reward is your basic reward or objective that you're optimizing and once you take these hyperparameters they are affecting this inner loop reward so what you want is you want to change these hyperparameters uh, so that it increases the inner loop reward as well and once you take a gradient with respect to these hyperparameters you can get an idea of how changing them would lead to increasing your actual objective or reward that you want to increase and but as as you might have guessed it they are limited to gradient based hyperparameters so for categorical where you have to make a choice you can't take a gradient and so these are not applicable there and they themselves need like good initialization for these uh, hype we call them hyper hyperparameters so to be able to do this tuning with respect to the gradient properly, I, I would say that that is the main pitfall right now. And and even in this uh, gradient basing, you will always have the local and global kind of considerations in. And when you're actually looking at it from an RL perspective, the, the local and global are going to be extremely relative to the environment and is going to be very, very dynamic. That also increases the complexity 
of the uh, environment if we if we speak from the lens of the example that we were speaking about autonomous driving and the conditions of the environment are also going to determine the conditions of the roads conditions of the path are going to also determine the uh, the gradients even in those cases where gradients are applicable am i right actually sorry could you repeat the question uh, I, i was just saying that uh, it's going to be extremely contextual to the environment as the the way the environment changes it's the gradients are going to get impacted it's not going to be yeah exactly uh, you, you cannot just you cannot just take yeah. the what you apply to one environment and expect it to work out of the box on another environment so that that is the second weakness i alluded to the difficulty with initializing the meta parameters for for this algorithm but if you know fairly well performing hyperparameter configuration you can initialize that for for your environment and then do the online tuning with with these gradient based approaches or meta gradient based approaches and that should get you good performance but like you said it's trying to apply it to a completely new environment i think would be pretty hard I understand I understand let's speak about the black box online tuning so black box online tuning so i i think in the paper we mainly considered the approaches which are like bandit like approaches so are you aware of bandit like approaches so so let's say bandit algorithms are like multi arm bandits and stuff so bandits are supposed to be like these slot machines where you pull down an arm and multi arm bandits are like let's say multiple slot machines you pull down all their arms and you win a jackpot in one of them maybe so these these approaches are kind of like like that you tu- you select between many different approaches so you kind of make like a categorical choice and you based on the outcome the next time you tend to use that arm or that setting more and more so the the paper that i described where i said like they have combined population based bo yeah with with bo so they use this bandit like approach to make the categorical choice to to be able to select after every round which algorithm should be applied and reinforcement learning itself has used bandit like approaches like i, I guess there is this agent 57 which chooses between exploration strategies and which one to apply and yeah so but i i guess bandit like approaches they are not necessarily the i mean solving everything because i guess i think like other approaches they have they're not that efficient so you you need to try all of these arms and repeatedly to get a good idea of which one to apply and they will probably miss out on some of the advantages of gradient based where you get direct information from the gradient as to what to apply so yeah that's where i would say it's right now understand I understand you you also mentioned about in your paper about learning rl what aspect would you like to cover about that issue yeah so learning reinforcement learning algorithms is kind of pretty wide we we wondered if we should actually split it into multiple subsections so it has two or three different let's say approaches thrown in there so one is like just simple meta learning where we have like these old approaches like learning to reinforcement learn or fast reinforcement learning via slow reinforcement learning 
where you just have a recurrent neural network which rolls out a policy based on let's say the environment it is seeing so it's trained on multiple different environments or a distribution of tasks and once it sees a task it tries to roll out policy based on that uh, but it learning reinforcement learning algorithm also encompasses these approaches where just the objective is for example parameterized the objective that you're trying to learn sometimes like a directed acyclic graph or something and you have to optimize this graph or the parameters of the objective to be able to learn faster so i mean it doesn't directly make total sense i think some would say to call it learning the algorithm because you're learning just the objective but that's how it is right now in the community and you just try to learn a better objective which would help you optimize the inner objective better understand understand so the uh, the process itself is complex and that also contributes to challenges in autoral at overall level this is very very fascinating raghu thanks for sharing these interesting insights and i think with this we are covering a lot of method specific open issues and i'm glad that we were able to talk i look forward to talking to you on the other aspects of open issues that you're highlighting in the subsequent podcast thanks a lot for sharing this insight in uh, this part 2 look forward to talking to you in part 3 yeah th- thanks a lot sundar for the interesting discussion again